Welcome to the 12th Precinct. Our podcast in which we re-watch every episode of Castle. Uh, we both watched it during the pandemic. Well, re-watched it during the pandemic. And we have many thoughts and opinions. And so we just wanted to hash them out. And we thought maybe other people would be interested to listen. Yeah. But just- I feel like we should add a FYI. This podcast is not spoiler free. And we are both very English and so we will complain a lot. Doesn't mean we hate the programme, just means we have a lot of opinions. <laughs> we are very critical, but it's because we love it. Yes. So the way that we're gonna structure this, we're gonna start off by rating the episode. This is more so me and Becca can keep track of what we liked and what we dis- disliked. Uh, but we'll start with by rating it. Uh, and then we're going to go into the case, so the murder case for that week um, and how we felt about it. Uh, and then we'll go into characters and relationships for that particular episode. Um, towards the end, we do do a highlight for the episode, so our favourite silly moment. And then we're going to do a low light as well, which is like uh, the lowest point of the episode for us. And then we're going to do an MVP for that episode, so our most valuable player, uh, the person that we thought made... Um, that episode again that's just so that we can track who we like and and who we clearly don't (laughs) on today's episode we are discussing season one episode one flowers for your grave so we're gonna start off our rating well i gave it a solid five out of ten gave it a five out of ten as well i honestly think i was being nice but i was just didn't want to start out too low yeah but we can always go lower and we will i'm sure at some point Oh, we will. We're going to start by discussing the overall case of the episode. Okay, I think our main problem of this episode is that the case falls flat. I think it's because it's a pilot episode, so they've put all this effort into characters, Mm. and then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, they really tried, I get it. But it's just, they tried to make it more difficult than it needed to be, I think. Yeah. I got to watch this episode three times before I worked out what the connection was between the castle fan and the brother. Yeah, it's such a loose connection. We talked a lot about last time about how Castle's the one that um, solves it, which we had a problem with. Yeah, I have a problem with him solving the first case because it basically makes them seem incompetent yeah from the get-go and that from the get-go yeah because as well like so I watched this one and then last night I went back and watched some four and no I don't know anyway Gates was in it and she was like to Beckett she was like oh you know youngest female to ever make detective close your rate um yeah no i'm not getting that from that first episode no she just looks because in the first episode she arrests someone and it's just like yeah well that's the killer get over it which clearly isn't the guy that killed <laughs> that killed her but we're just which is supposed to believe that she's just gonna lock this this kid up that didn't actually commit the murder yeah and she don't even give it a second thought none of them do that's the problem though it's not like espo's there like is espo's the worst one he's like i'm going home <laughs> he literally says he literally says at the beginning I can't remember exactly what it's like but Jack kills something Jack kills Bill over Jill 
I think is the way that he says it. He's like, and then I can just get my collar and go home. I, do you know what scene I absolutely hate about it? The one where Beckett first, first walks in and she's like walking around the body. I hate that. It's, you know, when she's, she's just yeah. walking around like, <laughs> like doing all this detailed observation and it's just like, fair enough if they'd have kept that out through the whole episode because it shows that she's like you know looking for obscure things but then it's instantly like oh by the way you've got the wrong guy and it's just this like murder mystery writer just like hey that's like my biggest bugbear that's my biggest bugbear the show in general i think is that they she is supposed to be this super cop but she literally can't solve a single murder without him um, I did write a note saying how the hell did Beckett not pick up on that awful makeup job, you know, on the victim's dad? Because, I mean, that foundation was halfway down the face. Yeah. Uh, Any, anybody that wears makeup would have spotted that. You could see it straight away. Like, his makeup <laughs> line was, like, halfway across his forehead. I understand he's supposed to be really good at profiling people. Like, that's what he does this entire episode, is just profile the fuck out of everybody. When he's like, when they leave the office and he's like, oh, he's sick. She's like, really? Were you not in that room? Like, did you, like, what were you doing in there? I just, I don't know. It, it, they do make them out to be really awful police officers. And it's not like, even it's just the first one, like, it's nearly every episode. I can't think of an episode off the back, like, instantly where... Maybe Becky, obviously, but Espo and Ryan. I'm, I'm genuinely trying to think of an episode where he's not the reason they solved the case, and I'm sure it will come. I mean, I'm going to refer to cops and robbers, which will be a running theme throughout the entirety of this podcast. It's my favorite episode, but even in that, he's held hostage in a bank. He <laughs> solves the case from inside the bank. <laughs> I think we need to keep a running tally. Yeah, we do. Of, like, the cases that he solves. Sam does not get paid. No. He just walks in there day one and makes them look like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? Do you know what? Oh, my God. Do you know what always makes me laugh, though? When they do those scenes between Castle, Martha and Alexis, where Martha and Alexis pick up on stuff. The fucking NYPD detectives don't pick up on. It's yeah, like, he's what like, world? His 15-year-old daughter is, like, helping solve the murder. Like, get, <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> when is that even okay? I understand why they do it, because it's the whole point of the show. But it's just, it literally makes everybody else look whack. Um, I had the funniest conversation when we tried to re-record this before about Castle being famous. The level of fame, <laughs> the yo-yoing of his fame from being really, really famous in one episode <laughs> and nobody in the next. It is literally insane to me, like how he, like he's famous when they need him to be famous. When inconvenient, he's not famous. Like it's, it's so bizarre. Like I don't think anyone quite realizes how famous this man actually is supposed to be. Like I don't get it. Like, I don't know where to categorise him. Like, I mean, like we said in the, la- in the last time we tried to do this, if he's supposed to be on the same level, success-wise, as people like James Patterson, then I fail to believe that he's as, as like, famous. Like, James Patterson, as far as I'm aware, like, not regularly 
appearing on page six. The playboy edge, unless it's like because he's like a boy, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's what drives it. I mean, it must be because it's yeah. Just, the other things we said were people wear PPE, and then the only person that wears a bulletproof vest and that when they go into that room is Kate, and they basically said fuck the others. Let's take a shot. Let's get shot. <laughs> Attempt to say something positive about this episode. Yeah, because all we've done for the past half an hour is slag <laughs> <slug> it off. <laughs> <laughs> we we will get better at being nice. It's a pilot, though. I feel like most pilot episodes of programmes aren't that good. It's hard when you're trying to fit all of this information in one episode. Like, they need to introduce us and then also tell you what the story's going to be. Like, it's a lot to put into, like, one 43-minute episode, isn't it? Really? Oh, yeah. And if it's originally 35 minutes... Because I read up on this, because we were discussing the sets. Like, it's really odd how they have, like, two precincts. Castle has basically two apartments and it's because the first when they showed it it was only 35 minutes long and ryan wasn't in it it was the other guy instead that's why i guess why it's not really developed that much is because they only had 35 minutes and then they ended up reshooting a bunch of stuff when they went to film the rest of the show it's pilot episode they're never going to be that good yeah and i mean i guess it does the job like you difficult for me to say this now because obviously i know the whole story so I'm not watching this for the first time. But I feel like they do a good job of explaining the story. You understand who the characters are. You understand what the premise is going to be. I feel I like don't... a lot of them are true to what they are. Right, you get a good feel for what the characters are going to... Like, who the characters are going to be as they go forward in an yeah. episode. Straight off I would say she has the best introduction of any other character on this program. Yeah. Like, she just... She steals the show from get-go. Oh, 100%. Um, just, there's no, she does anyway every episode that she's in because um, I accept no Martha slander at all. She's my favourite character. But she, her, I would say her and Lainey are the only two characters that from this first episode, having watched the whole program recently who I would say from the first episode to the last stay the exact same. They are yeah. all good. Because, like, I know, and we, I know we spoke about this, but our story of this show is all is the story of this show. Watching this episode, and then if you were to watch, like, a season four episode, even, like, season six, whatever, it's all just changes as a character. Henry wouldn't be the story without her, but he does change so much from, from the beginning to the end. Whereas, like, I mean, I get Martha's, Martha and Lainey, I guess, are secondary characters. They don't really have much of a quote-unquote storyline. Mm-hmm. But they are, like, solid. That's what you're given from the get They don't need to change because she's perfect. Oh, she is the star of the show. Do you know what I was thinking earlier? Because we had this discussion last time about how you can't, even though like the show is named after Castle and Beckett's story like drives the show, but you couldn't do the show without either one of them because it's it, it's that yeah. whole point of the show is Castle and Beckett. I was thinking earlier, I was like, do you know what? If they killed every other character off... And the only two remaining were Martha and Kate. I won't complain. I'd watch it. That's my dream show. Me too. Do 
I mean, maybe this is just me. I, I talk about this quite a lot. Me and my sister have had this discussion quite a lot. Maybe this is just me because I like wish they had killed somebody else at some point. Right? The show goes on for eight years. And for six years, there is this man who has like a fucking bullet to this woman's head. Right? And the only person that gets killed is Montgomery. I mean, there's so many different ways I wish somebody had died, but like, which sounds so morbid. And I mean, I'm obviously not asking for either of them to die, but like, if Alexis had died when she'd been kidnapped, the storyline would have been insane. Like, I just would have loved it. Like, and Esper and Ryan are trapped in the fire. One of them should have died. Yeah, but which one? Because I feel like they're a package deal. Well, Ryan should have died because he had the wife and the kids, so it would have made it more sad. <laughs> I think whole show obviously the drama in quotation marks is either there's around two things it's either about their their relationship or her mum's murder right that's mm-hmm. it and i wish there's more points like i wish just a bit safe because every time you you know going into the episode that like he's not gonna die you're just like oh let's see how they get out right whereas i think when you and i don't watch game of thrones but i know that they just kill people in game of thrones like whenever oh, mad. it's like you just you never expect it either yeah but that's good tv it says too much about me as a person but that is my biggest bugbear about the whole show is that they don't kill enough people <laughs> yeah we're getting way too ahead of ourselves here why did they go for that hey folks uh just to clarify we're talking about jim becky here I mean, that'd be like the worst thing in the world because we are, you know, Becky, right? They want to kill her. Like, Bracken and Becky fans to die. But, yeah, yeah, nothing ever happened to him. He's such an easy target. What does he do all day? Nothing. He's just like, yeah, hello. Like, anyway, storyline involving him where, like, he gets kidnapped or, like, whatever. And it would have been so good. So good. She'd have gone off the fucking walls. It would have been so good. Anyway, right. Like, congrats to Beckett for not caving at the end of that. Because she clearly fancies the guy. Yeah. Just sleep with him. What's the problem? I understand why it becomes a problem. But at this mm-hmm. point, there's no... As far as she's aware, she's never seen him again. Just like, yeah, right, come on then. boy. Maybe that she just don't want... That is, that is obviously her bit proposing to her in this first episode. Should we talk about Alexis? Yeah. We have a lot of problems with Alexis in this episode. Um, you know, when he offers her a drink in the bar and she says, you know, I'm not 18, I think he hasn't offered you, like, a vodka shot. It's a <laughs> glass of champagne. I mean, I think I had my first glass of champagne when I was, like, 11 years old. Offering her anything too wild. I just... It's weird to me because Americans have to wait until they're 21. Like, 15 to 21, that's six years. That's, like, mad amount of time. But we're, like, three years away from... If we were 13 and at a party and somebody offered you alcohol I mean I say that as if I haven't been to family parties when I was 13 and I've obviously been offered alcohol so exactly it's obviously it's obviously a culture thing because for us we all just 
just the time. But I guess she wanted to go because she wanted to support her dad, right? She's there. Why do you put your homework? Why do your homework? Like, if you really wanted to do your homework, I'm sh- you know, I'm assuming he has, he's written however many books, like 20-something books, something stupid. He has these parties all the time. 15 and they don't want to leave her home alone. But then but, pay yeah. someone, you're a millionaire, so pay someone to look after her. Is he a billionaire or a millionaire? Millionaire. He's a millionaire. Steady on, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he could afford 15. She's. I mean, why would they not want her to be by herself at home? She's pretty sensible. So he would trust her to be at home by by herself. They live in a building with a doorman. I'd like to say it was secure, but in future episodes we find out that any fucker could get in this building. So, like, logical sense to me because I think if, I mean, obviously just like pulling on my own experience, but if I was fifteen and my parents were going out and I didn't want to go, I would be allowed to just stay at home by myself. Like, it wouldn't have been a problem if I just wanted to sit at home. So, just sit at home. Or go to the party and, like, live a little bit. Especially if your nan is that flamboyant and fun. Like... You've got, you know, yeah, there's no... You, you've not got any worries of, like, what's someone going to think if I have this drink? What, you know, whatever. Like, you're, you're, you've got free reign. Your whole mm-hmm. family is completely down for you to have this one drink like you, you know you've been off with one drink steady on like it's gonna be fine the thing for me as well is if we're doing it so that she's sensible because she's seen martha and castle but both of them are pretty successful in what they do i mean martha not so i don't know i don't understand martha because at one point she's like oh i got nominated for a tony and then in the next breath they're like oh she's a shit actress so it's like which one is it that yeah. confuses me a little as the show goes on because they do that with Castle as well and it's like well can you pick one please um, yeah no and he's a good dad by all accounts like he looks like a good dad so he's, what is yeah, that negative have, influence yeah they have fun they like he would do anything for her so what it's not like she's neglected by him so that he can go and do X, Y and Z I understand like that bit where he where she says like um, him signing women's chests and she's like I don't like that that's the worst thing that's happening you've got it pretty good yeah so why is she so sensible I just don't understand it both of them are like pretty successful her dad's a millionaire and he didn't do that great in school so it's not like he's a self he's a self-made millionaire like he you know, because they, they talk about in future episodes, don't they, about how, like, you know, it, literally in the next episode, they talk about the fact that she was a struggling actress and stuff. And so, like, he they didn't have money when, when he was growing up. He has made himself and his family all this money. Yeah, he parties and goes a bit crazy and, like, sleeps with whoever the hell he wants to. But, like them wanting to portray this perfect portrayal of what a teenager is like because the amount of people who would have been her age watching the show at the time well i was like right exactly so to have this role model per se yeah that's a good point who is 
who is, you know, all she cares about is studying and, you know, doing great in school and she's really sensible and she's got her head screwed on, all this kind of stuff. Feeling that it's really unfazed To be fair, they all seem pretty unfazed by it, which bloody blows my mind a little bit, to be honest. But that's something that we need to talk about at a later date. But, like, <laughs> she... There's this opportunity for them to have developed her character and to give her a bit more substance, and they never do. The key thing I can think of is that it's because they want to portray that role model to whoever was watching the show at the time. Yeah, because she never, throughout the entire show, she never loses it. She's, like, the same right. constantly. And she has, you know, when she after she gets kidnapped, perfect opportunity for her to go off the fucking rails. Yeah, but there's on, she, she doesn't she doesn't blip. The worst thing she does is move in with her weird boyfriend. Oh, God, there was plenty of opportunity for her. You know, she goes kidnapped, and I mean, does she even have therapy after that? Like, I mean, Jesus Christ! No, I don't, I don't really and then it, you know that happens, and then her. Yeah, she seems she's really unfazed. To be fair, they all seem pretty unfazed by it, which bloody blows my mind a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> but that's something that we need to talk about at a later date. But, like, <laughs> she. There's this opportunity for them to have developed her character and to give her a bit more substance, and they never do. Because I think the problem I have with Alexis as well is that she's so one note throughout the whole show. And then when in the later seasons when they try and like push her in more and get her more into the episodes, I'm 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 bored because I already know what she's gonna do every every episode. Because we don't know anything about her. What do we yeah. know about her? What? Apart from boyfriends. Why is that the defining thing about her character yeah. is her And so yeah, we know we know literally nothing about her and that's probably why I just don't get on board with her as a character because I think she's boring and she's annoying. But if they developed the character a bit more, then there would have been a little bit something else there for us to... Yeah, because it's just the same thing. Every She's there to, like, what, nudge Castle into gaining some information who the killer, of who the killer is or to begrudge him. Because she does that a lot as well. She'll, like, make comments about him like in the early ones, like, going out and whatnot. That's literally her two main roles. Yeah. And it's like I'm over it because there's nothing, there's nothing there. Yeah, like I'm bored. You know? Yeah, they could have done so much more with her character. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we have for character for the first episode other than I was just slagging off Alexa. I have nothing for Espo because I just think it's... I don't think they're going to see this character until later on. No, I mean, really, Espo, I mean, obviously Ryan's not really in the first episode very much. Uh, Montgomery, there isn't really much, like, they're there, you get that they're there, you get what their roles are, but there's nothing about them, like, as characters for a little while, really. No, they're just like... Yeah, which is fine. Like, obviously that just, like, gets developed as, as the show goes on. Do you want to move on to relationship? I mean, they obviously just make it obvious. I mean, from the interrogation scene, I say interrogation scene lightly, but from the interrogation scene onwards, it's obvious that, like, he just wants to get in her pants. Yeah. I think she wants to get in his, though. 
Well, the first time she blushes is when she has her the books and Ryan is like, from the library of Catherine Beckett, which, by the way, who puts their name <laughs> in their fucking books? Literally I nobody. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, this is not happening now. Like, no. <laughs> but she, he says, like, oh, I didn't realise you were a fan. And she said, oh, of the genre. And he says, oh, is that why you're blushing? Do we so, ever find out how big of a fan she was? Because I know they make references to it, but... No. There's never any like backstory on her like going to a book signing or any of that stuff that I know of that I can remember. Yeah, I, was um, just, I can't remember anything about that. But she's well aware of who he is. They even go and arrest him. Like she's there. She's like you know on the castle fan site. Like, you know, castle's number one fan. Like she gets it. So definitely but it's more obvious from him he he just doesn't hold back well no because that's his character he's a bit of a dog like yeah he just sees what he wants and goes for it do you want to do low light and high light yeah um okay (laughs) my highlight is literally that scene in the bar where martha is like stand back kids mama's going fishing i (laughs) just Fucking love it. Exactly what I wrote. She's a babe. I want to be Martha Rogers when I grow up. And really, low light and honesty is probably just the case. Like, I, it's not like one specific thing. It just falls flat. I put the use of the pussycat dolls at the beginning. I just put that whole beginning scene and Gina's speech. It rinses yeah. through me. It's like secondhand embarrassment when I watch it. Just does not work for me that first yeah, scene. Yeah, I do wonder. Like in the next episode, there's another, the you know, opens with like pink, doesn't it? Um, in 2009, this obviously can't have been as cringy as it is. Oh, it's like, oh, oh. my god! Like now, you would never use pussycat dolls no. like in your pilot episode of your TV show. But I guess it was like the thing at the time. Oh, and our MVP is going to be the same person. It's Martha. Come on. Martha, Martha is the standout character in this episode. She is, by, like, a long shot. She just radiates fun and, oh, God love her. And she only gets better as well. Like, she oh, never dips down. Never. Never. I think that's it. Now we just move on to the next one. Thanks for listening. Apologies that we either went too deep at some points, not deep enough at another or we were just wholly negative. It won't be the same every week, but... We will try yeah. to get better at this. 